real quick note, everybody, before we jump into the show, just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening, for the support. I think we're about to cross 300,000 downloads for the podcast. So thank you guys so much. As you know, we don't run ads on the show. I don't sell you anything on the show. The only thing that I ever ask is that you subscribe to the podcast. Check us out at Macros Inc. Uh, find us on the YouTube channel. That's going to be my only ask for today. I uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. This is going to be a fun one. I'll see you guys in the show. Welcome to My Take, a show where I give you guys my insights on the health and fitness industry, how I think about business, some of the lessons I've learned throughout my life, and a little bit of everything in between. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. If you're watching this on YouTube, please go ahead and subscribe to the show. If you are following us on the podcast, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We are on iTunes. We're also on Spotify. So uh, that's really what helps us the most. We do this for free. Uh, We try to share all of our perspectives and knowledge that we can make the world a better place. And all we ask for is subscribe, share this with somebody that you might find uh, enjoys or gets use out of the podcast slash YouTube channel show. So today we're going to talk a little bit about um, just kind of a way of viewing the world that I've learned over the last few years. And it's really come from some really important conversations I've had with just a couple people in my life. And the way that they think about the world has really been super useful for me. And so I want to just share some kind of lessons with you guys. Uh, But I want to frame it first through this perspective of when you look at the world and you kind of think about it in your own life and it, there's this kind of battle or tension between what is true about the world and then what kind of frameworks, perspectives, mindsets, thinking frames, whatever you want to call it, that may not be true, like true in the world, but for you yourself, they can be a true perspective. Um, so they may not be true, but they're incredibly helpful, right? Or they're kind of locally true, but not globally true. And so here's some of the just helpful perspectives that I want to share with you guys um, today. So uh, I have these from my notes, so I'm just going to kind of read some of them and then just give you guys some additional follow-up. So the first is you can't control your emotions, but you can control your actions, right? When we just think about kind of the way our brain is structured, um, and this is me just really oversimplify neurobiology you kind of have you know your lower brain um and your upper brain and kind of the lower brain the amygdala those structures are kind of your like responsive animalistic brain and you don't always have control over how those things respond your kind of higher function upper brain is really kind of what you have control over logic things like that and they kind of are often in tension and so you know when you're placed in a stressful situation you get really bad news you're having a bad day, somebody says something, you know, you can't always control how you're going to emotionally respond to it, right? You can't control whether you feel anger, whether you feel frustration, whether you feel sadness, whether you feel depression, um, anxiety, things like that. Now, maybe over the long course of time, you can train yourself to not feel those things. But like in the acute setting, you can't really control your emotions. But you can control the actions to any scenario that you're in, right? So if you if you experience anger, you can either yell in response to get angry, 
or you can process it and then realize you're angry and then move forward in a way that's actually productive for what you're doing in the conversation. And I think about whether it's been, you know, really difficult conversations in my personal life, business meetings that don't go well, situations just in life that happen that are really frustrating, um, upsetting, um, even like pretty traumatic like experiences of like how you feel. You can't let your emotions control what you do. And if you can kind of just separate action and emotion just in your own brain and just know that they don't have to follow each other, right? they can be completely separate, it's really helpful because then you control how you respond to anything. Number two is success is a simple formula, right? Success equals good decisions minus bad decisions. And while you can't always control the exact amount of success, whether you have success or not, basically just comes down to does the amount of good decisions you make in your life outweigh the bad decisions? And I always think about that whenever I'm making any sort of decision that I have to make in my life. And so I think about, you know, you can't always know the exact upside of decision, right? You can't know if that business that you start is going to be a billion dollar business. You can't know if that lottery ticket that you buy is going to be worth, you know, $50 or $500 million. Like you can't know the exact upside, but you can know the downside, right? You can know, hey, if I spend 10 bucks on this lottery ticket, the max downside is 10 bucks, I know that if I don't start this business, the max downside is I lose whatever that potential future is. Um, You know, the same thing, like one of the biggest decisions you make in your life is the spouse that you marry, right? I think there's been a lot of research that basically shows who you marry makes a big difference in kind of the trajectory and overall course of your life. And right, when you marry someone, like you, you can't exactly know like what their upward trajectory in life is or what your upward trajectory of your relationship is, but you can kind of know what the potential downside is, right? You kind of know when you meet someone like what level of crazy is involved, like how much just turmoil there is in those relationships before you make that decision. And so you can't always know the exact upside, but you can usually get a good idea of quantifying the downside in whether you have success or not really just comes down to making it a formula of can I stack more good decisions than bad decisions? And so whenever I get really overwhelmed with, oh my God, am I going to be successful? I just boil it down to that kind of simple idea of can I make more good decisions than I make bad decisions? Um, The last one is you can't undo bad things that happened in the past, so don't let them affect you in the future. And so this kind of, you know, boils down to this idea of a lot of times people carry trauma forward with them and they let it really dictate how they live their life. And now the next things, the next few things I say, you know, maybe won't resonate with you. Um, maybe you won't find them accurate or valuable, but remember this may not be true about the world, but it's a helpful perspective. Right. The way that I kind of view trauma, um, and I've had my share of it actually happen in my life. People maybe not think I haven't, but um, I, when I was young, I went through quite a lot of just personal trauma. Um, and my perspective on it always was, why would I want something that happened in the past that was bad to result in things that are bad happening in the future? 
right? Why would I not just want to take that, encapsulate it, learn what I can, and then just not let that affect the future, right? It, it happened, it's bad, but that doesn't have to dictate your future. And so I think if you can kind of adopt the perspective of trauma in the past doesn't affect me now, right? That's not saying that's not true, but it's a helpful perspective because you can you can kind of have this idea of I can't undo what happened, but I can definitely make sure I don't allow that to affect what's going to happen to me in the future or how I'm going to live my life. Like I'm not going to let that dictate me making good decisions or bad decisions. Um, <clears throat> the next one is 99% of the people you know don't think about you when they are not around you, like ever. And this is helpful when I think about the decisions I have to make in my life. Right, A lot of times we think about what other people are going to be thinking about us on a daily basis based on what we do. And I can tell you, if I were to open my phone and I were to scroll through my contacts, I don't think about 99% of those people on a given day. Like I just don't, right? On a given day, I think about my wife, a couple of my friends, my parents, some of the coworkers that I'm interacting with that day. Right? But I don't think about the lives and the things those people do of the 99% of those people on my phone. Right, I don't think about basically anybody on my friends list on social media. I don't think about the random guy who commented six years ago. I bet he's judging me based on the blog post I wrote today. Like Those people are not thinking about you, so don't let them affect your decisions. The next one is when engaging in really hard conversations... It really boils down to just two things. And I think this is maybe the most helpful perspective I've ever had in my life about handling hard conversations. One is, what is the message that they want you to hear and what action or behavior needs to be taken or changed to solve the problem, right? I think if I'm starting a conversation and somebody's just coming at me with something really heavy and intense about what I'm doing wrong, what's going on, There's a billion ways that conversation can go. And what it always boils down to is if I were to just like let them kind of lay into me or do whatever they need to do, and it was my turn to speak, if I just said, okay, what is it that you want me to hear from this message? And what action can I take or behavior can I change to solve the problem, right? Because the only reason they're coming to you is because they have a problem and they want it fixed in their own life. And so if you can just boil it down to, hey, what message is it that you want me to receive? You're upset because I did X, Y, Z. Okay, I hear you. I'm sorry that I upset you. Two, what action do I need to take to correct this? Like, can I correct it by whatever I did in the past? Or what behavior do I need to change going into the future to solve that problem so it doesn't happen again? And then if you do those things, if you can hear them, and solve the problem or change the behavior, that's it, right? That conversation doesn't end up being a hour-long, drag-down, knockout fight, right? It ends up, oh, this person heard me, and they changed what they needed to change. The next one is, you can boil anything down to doing more reps, right? Now, this is probably going to maybe offend the crowd that's really about efficiency and all these things and can you be more efficient and can you make you know smarter choices with stuff, work smarter, not harder, 100%. But that's not the point. The point is if you want to get anywhere in life, you can just basically boil it down to doing more reps. And this is one of the things that 
I don't know why I ended up thinking about it like this, but this is one of the most helpful perspectives for me is when I was in my early 20s and I was kind of thinking about like, okay, like if I want to think about 65 and retiring or whatever, like how much money I have to accumulate to do that. If I just break it down to like, okay, how many hours do I work from the age of 20 to 65, right? That's 45 years of work, which is 2,000 hours a year, which is 90,000 hours. It's like, okay, well, I have to do 90,000 hours of work to accumulate enough capital to retire if I take a normal job, right? Making whatever the median income is in the U.S., just boil it down, I have to do 90,000 hours at, you know, 30 bucks an hour. Okay, great. Well, what if I want to retire in half the time? Like, what if I want to retire instead of after 45 years, I want to retire after 22 and a half years? Okay, well, now instead of doing 95,000 hours and or 90,000 hours in 45 years, I have to do 90,000 hours in 22 and a half years. Okay, I just have to work 4,000 hours a year. Okay, well, that means I just have to do more reps. I just have to do more hours earlier in my life than later in my life. And when you start to just like break down the problem of, I just have to do more reps, that's it, right? You can start to boil anything down to it, and then you kind of understand what you're actually getting yourself into. I think about this a lot of times when I'm working with the the basketball athletes that I work with is I would say most most players who reach the NBA are probably shooting, I'm just going to pick out a number, 10 million shots between their you know junior high year and first year in the NBA, right? So they just have to put in the reps of like, okay, I got to do 1,000 shots a day for... 10,000 days, right? Or whatever that math breaks down to. Um, Maybe that's 1,000 shots, 100,000 days. I'd have to do the math. But like you just break it down to reps and you think, how many shots do I have to get up in the 15 years I have to train for the NBA so I can be a proficient shooter and make it to that level? If you just boil it down to the reps that you have to do to get to where you want to go, it's a really helpful tool because then you understand the actual battle you're up against. It's not this amorphous thing that you don't know what to do. Uh, The next one is free will being an illusion can solve most of the negative feelings you have towards others and yourself, right? There's this idea that we don't have free will, um, that everything's kind of deterministic. And whether that's true or not, there's situations in which that perspective is unbelievably helpful, right? I think whenever I've had somebody like do something really crappy towards me and I can just kind of look at them and say like, they didn't choose to do this. Like they didn't have the ability to make the decision. It's just like, this is a predetermined thing that happened. You start to kind of separate the action from the person and it really allows you to kind of find more forgiveness, empathy, et cetera, right? The other thing is one of the hardest things that we do in our own life is forgive ourselves. And if you can kind of give yourself at times this ability to be like, I could not have made another decision because it's deterministic, you start to, you know, forgive yourself more easily. Now, this is a little bit of a slippery slope because then all of a sudden you're like, I'll do whatever I want because it's free will and it's not determined and I can't be a good person because of those things. It's like, this is a helpful tool that you can use in certain situations. And then the last one is, this too shall pass, right? This is one of the most important things that I've learned is 
you're having a bad day or you're having a bad week or you're having a bad month, you just think nothing is forever. Everything's temporary. Every feeling is temporary. Every emotion is temporary. Um, every situation is temporary. Everything will change. This too shall pass. And you've already survived something like this before. So you can just kind of think, I'll just get through this. And once you get through one thing, you're like, oh, I've gotten through it before. I can do it again. So um, this too shall pass. So the helpful perspectives, tools that you can use are you can't control your emotions, but you can control your actions. Success is a simple formula. It's good decisions minus bad decisions. You can't undo bad things that happened in the past, so don't let it affect your future. 99% of people you know don't think about you when they're not around you, ever. When engaging in really hard conversations, it's always about two things. What message do they want to hear? And what action or behavior needs to be taken or changed to solve the problem? You can boil anything down to doing more reps. Free will is an illusion, and that can solve most of the negative feelings you have towards yourself and others, and that this too shall pass. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. You found it useful. Um, If you guys have any comments, um, feel free to drop them in the comment section or shoot me an email. Uh, We'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you. Bye.